Hello, how are you? Hi. Hello, I'm Hi. good. How are you? I'm good. I'm very good. Um, so we have Grazi Machado. Perfect. Yes. Great. Grazi <laughs> Machado um, in today. Uh, very excited to have you here. Thank you. For I'm very, here. very excited as well. Thank you so much for having me. It's a true pleasure. True pleasure. Uh, she is 31 years old. She grew up in Brazil and moved to, and I have a friend from Brazil and he talked oh, about it. Yes. Yeah. He lives in Brasilia or he lived in, yes. grew up in Brasilia. He yes. taught me how to say Brazil properly because I always say Brazil. I still say that, yeah. but he said yeah. Brazil. Yeah. That- yeah, when I first got here in Australia, no one knew what I was talking about. When I said Brazil, right. you know, it's very different pronunciation, but uh, yeah. Cool. Well, I'm, I'm glad that I kind of, I knew at least that much. Yeah. Uh, such an incredible country. I'd love to go there. I've always wanted to go to Brazil. Oh. Yeah, it is. You should, it's good for a holiday, definitely. Mm-hmm. I bet. Yeah. Um. So she grew up in Brazil, and then she moved to Australia at 18, and now she lives there with her husband. Um, Her father, he passed away when she was 13 years old, and this was a really big challenge for her family. She graduated college in Sydney in communication design, and she now works for herself and has her own branding and design business. Very That's correct. Congratulations with that. That's tremendous. Thank you. You're welcome. So, um, I think uh, it's best to just get right into your past and um, start talking about this incredible phenomenon. You had AS. Oh, yes. You have an AS diagnosis. Yes, I do. Yes, I right. do. So, yeah. that's fantastic. And you are pain-free pretty much or pain-free right now? Yeah. I feel much better than I used to. Uh, I'm not... Yeah. I'm... Yeah. I'm not completely pain-free. Sometimes I have like a stiff back, yes. but it's nowhere near where it was when I got diagnosed. Incredible. Right. Yes. So we're here to share your journey, to share your, what you've learned and, and how you've done what you've done. And I, whenever I meet anyone that's where you are, I always can't believe it. And I can, but I'm always <laughs> surprised and amazed. Yeah. To hear that yeah. this is happening, and it's not just me, it's not just some of the other people I've read about or talked to. So, um, when were you, uh, when did you start feeling symptoms in your body? How old were you when that started happening? I was about 25, 24 when I first had you know, symptoms, but it was very spaced out, so I would have a flare-up, wouldn't really know what it was, and then... It might last like maybe three days, sometimes a week, and then it would go away for months. And I just never knew what it was. And when I went to see doctors, they always thought it was just scoliosis and you're like, you're a very tall girl. Maybe, you know, that's why you've got back pain. And people should tell me I have back pain as well. Like when I wake up, I feel stiff and it's not just you. So um, it was actually only when I was talking to one of my friends who was diagnosed with AS as well. And she's like, tell me about your symptoms. And um, I started telling her when my symptoms would come up and how, where it was. And she was actually the person who diagnosed me. She was like, well, don't be scared. Don't be too worried. But I think you should go and get this gene test, which was the HLL-B27, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went to the doctor. I got the test. It was positive. And then I got like I saw that my inflammation mark is really high in my blood, and and that's how the doctor diagnosed me. But she had to tell me, and yeah, it's funny how that happened. Yeah, yeah, that's incredible. What was your friend's name? Sarah. Sarah, and how is and, she? Yeah. Doing? How is she doing? Yeah, she's doing well. She's doing well. Okay. Um. Yeah. Is she open to this kind of work, or this? Um, I think I think sometimes she I um, sent her the podcast and, and she listened to a few episodes and she said that she needs sometimes um, time when she listens to it and sometimes she needs some time off. So I'm not sure if she's a hundred percent into this, um, but yeah, I, I think people have to be ready. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. And so, what exactly were those symptoms? What did you feel in your body? Where did you feel it? 
So it was uh, mainly the SI joint on the right side. Painful? Yeah, very painful. Um, Had trouble sleeping, walking, getting in and out of the car, getting dressed. Mm -hmm. Um, And then when I got the diagnosis, it kind of started spreading in my back. So like towards um, my upper back and middle, the whole back really. Um, And then also the left side of my hip. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. That sounds exactly like what I experienced my yeah. hip for years and years. And then once I got diagnosed and I was prescribed medicine, immediately I started feeling it in my back. And I, I was like, what's going on? I'd never yeah. felt this before. Yeah. It's crazy. And it's, yeah, it's funny how our brains look, they look for the symptoms because yeah. that's what the, the doctors say, you know, this could also affect your, you know, other areas of your back and then. That's exactly what you start feeling. Mm-hmm. And and I look back now, I I can really tell that it was my brain looking for it and it found it. Hmm. You know, wow. when you look for it, you find it. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Um, what? How old were you when you were diagnosed? So you start feeling pain, 24. Yeah. Diagnosed uh, officially. 28. 28. 28. So it took that long. Yeah. A long time. It, yeah, it took a long time. But it was never that severe before. Like it was, it only got severe when I got diagnosed. Hmm. That's when it really hit me. After you were diagnosed. Yeah. Right. And so, what happened? What happened when you were diagnosed? Were you prescribed medicine? Yeah. So I was prescribed um, NSAIDs, mm-hmm. anti-inflammatories, and I took them for about three years. What were they? Uh, Do you remember the brand? Um, here in Australia, they called Naproxen. Okay. But I think it's got a different name in other countries. Um, but I, I used to take the highest dose, which was one milligram a day, and every day. Every day for three years? For Sorry. three years. Three yeah, years? Yeah, for three years. For three years. You were on them for three years every day? Yeah. How did, did that affect your... Um, yeah, maybe two and a half years. That's a while. Huh? Yeah, that was a long time. And did, yeah, then I started having gut pain. So okay. like... Um, yeah, my stomach and my bowels, mm-hmm. um, and then that's when I did a colonoscopy, and I saw there was some inflammation there, so I stopped taking it. And uh, did you find where did they say where, like in your colon, your um, small intestine, large intestine? Did they say? I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did. You I think it was on the lower, the lower part of it. Oh, okay. That's where I had the pain. Right. Cool. Yeah. And. Uh, did they prescribe you sulfasalazine? They, yeah, they did. Okay. Yeah. So, so and, and at the start, yeah, at the start, I didn't want to take it because I was, I was like, okay, I'm going through this body mind wellness um, stuff that's making so much more sense to me. So for a few months, I didn't want to take any medication, and I didn't take it for about six months, and um, um, then I decided to take it because I learned to be okay with it I learned to be grateful for it and I think that medication while it's not what's gonna heal us it's it it helps us relax a bit more and and takes off the time pressure because when you're having constantly having flare-ups and constantly having pain it's hard for you to actually concentrate on on health and wellness so and also you put you put a time frame on it and you get frustrated every time you have a flare-up so I think that medication, um, a slow, like a small dose of it, can help, and, and not forever, but while you, you're getting there and you're learning all these things, it's definitely helpful. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree. How did, you, how did you learn or how did you come up with the concept to be grateful for um, the, the medication? Um, I, I actually listen in a lot of the podcast episodes. A lot of people talk about that. And that's something I've been talking about with um, my coach, Sky. I still speak to him every week. And uh, when I first started speaking to him maybe about um, six months ago, I think, or even a bit longer, um, that's, that was one of the concepts we spoke about. And I, at first, I didn't understand it. I didn't think it was possible. And now I really believe in it, and it it just helps so much. Wow, beautiful. Okay, great. 
We'll get into uh, definitely talking about Sky Denton. He's a friend of mine, great friend of mine. Yeah. So we definitely have to talk about him later and <laughs> your experiences with him. That has to Absolutely. happen. Um, but we'll just kind of work things in a linear fashion for now. Um, so um, what could you, what after being on that medication, what, when... Did you try anything else out? Did you try diet? Did you try yourself through diet or any other things? I did. Um, Not for that long. Like, I never really believed in any strict diets because it actually made me feel worse. It just made me feel like I was sick because I couldn't eat something or I couldn't drink. And that actually felt heavy. Like, it felt like a reinforcement of my disease. And you were picking up on that yourself? Um, I, I think that's something I spoke about with Sky and um, Ralph and yeah and yeah it's something that I learned I didn't know that before yeah. and it took a while for me to come to this understanding but it's um it's definitely something that makes a lot of sense to me right now yeah. and it's something that I still use every day when I trying to decide what to eat or you know if I feel like having pizza or not. I, I think about how does that feel? Does that feel heavy or does that feel light? Mm. And sometimes it feels light to have a whole pizza, you know, because you can allow yourself to do that sometimes. Yeah. And um, I believe in like an 80-20% rule, so I eat healthy most of the time, but I definitely also see the wellness in having like a piece of cake, having a burger every week, you know. Yeah. There's wellness in that as well. Yes. I agree with that for sure. Yeah. That took me a long time to realize, and I was totally convinced that um, eating anything like that was going to kill me. So, wow. Or like That's cause pretty... me a lot of pain. Caused me yeah. a lot of pain, yeah. So, um, yeah. Cool. When... And that's, yeah, when, you, when you're afraid of it, that's when it causes pain because right. you're just so, you know, eating that. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah. Um, when did you, when did you uh, begin shifting your thoughts, or when did you find out about healing in this way? So the first thing that I thought was your podcast. That was so I know. How yeah, that was the first it? thing I thought. I went on. I went on the app on my iPhone, mm-hmm. and I was going for a walk. So I was like, I really just want to listen to something about wellness, and. I thought, I wonder if there's something about ankylosing spondylitis. So I, I typed that in, and yours, I think, was the only one at the time. And I don't know if it still is, right. but it came up. And then I started listening to the episodes, and I was literally obsessed with it. Like, I listened to all of them, and I it just that was the first thing that started making me feel better. And oh, actually, yeah. then find other people in the community who did what we're doing here, and um, and then, yeah, getting in touch with them to see what is it that, you know, made them heal or made them start feeling better. And so I got in touch with a few people from the podcast, and, and that was really life-changing for me. Who did you get in touch with? So the first person I got in touch with was Nisa. Yeah. I think you interviewed him a couple of times. Twice, yeah. I love that yeah. guy. <laughs> he's so yeah, funny. he's amazing. Yeah, yeah. and... His father also passed away. So because our experiences were kind of similar, I was like, I wonder if there's something, you know, I'm sure there's something I can learn from him. And so we were in touch for um, a few, we, we exchanged a few emails. And then I know that he was coaching with Ralph. So then I went and, and I joined the elite membership um, mm-hmm. from in Ralph's website. Yes. And I did that for about three months. So I was on the calls. It was like a weekly call that we had. And there was a, maybe 10 people in a call. And it was really good because I felt like I was part of a community. And it was not focused on the disease at all. It was focused on, on wellness. And we hardly spoke about disease. Mm-hmm. And um, that was the, yeah, the first step. And I watched all of the YouTube videos that he's posted and uh, I remember going through this really good phase. Um, that was the first time that my blood tests were normal. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so just by, you know, being on the calls and, and listening to, to the videos, 
I just remember feeling so well and like just being, I was also like working on a project that I really enjoyed for a charity and that also helped. But then I knew there was something in there that I needed to learn more about to be where I am today. Wow. Okay. So um, did you ever work one-on-one with Ralph? Only once. Um, once I went to New York and, and I met him in person and we did like a, I think it was a two-hour session. Cool. Um, yeah, that was very helpful. And then after that, I've been more working with Sky on a one-on-one basis. Right. Great. Which I think it's important because you get to discuss your own struggles and your own issues in a way that I couldn't really do in the calls. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I could, but there was also like everyone else who needed the time, you know, to, to talk. So when you have a full on hour to just talk about where your struggles are, um, that's when, you know, I really started understanding a lot of these things because I knew, I felt like I knew a lot of it in theory, but until you really start feeling it and living it, and putting it into practice, um, that's when you start seeing big changes. Incredible. Okay, cool. Well, I think we should get right into it. How and what What were some of these lessons? And um, let's start at the beginning. Let's start at the beginning and really go back to maybe your time with Ralph or your time in the Elite Club or with Skylar. What was like one of the, because you said theoretically you understood it all from immersing yourself in the podcast, the all these things, but what was the thing that switched when you started feeling it in your body for yourself, really experiencing it um, for yourself, and what was that? There's so many things, but for example, in concept, I knew um, the theory of loving yourself, like... And that's something that I struggled with in the past. I would be, you know, so hard on myself. I wouldn't really be kind towards myself. And I I always found it easy to be kind to others, but never really kind towards myself. And when I started coaching with Sky, that's when now, and it's hard to explain because words can't explain. It's kind of like a feeling that you have. But now I can really feel like, you know, where I was before in in terms of like how much I love myself and where I am now, it's completely different. And, you know, I know what that feels like. And before I kind of thought I knew and, or I knew it in theory, but it's hard to explain, but I, that's one of the main shifts for me was to learn to be kind to myself and to be patient with myself because, you know, we all want a really quick um, fix. We all want to heal straight away, but it, you know, it can take time because we're changing habits mm. and changing habits takes time because of, I had been one way for, you know, almost 30 years mm. and it takes time for you to create new habits to replace those old habits and, um, and practice. Um, it's a daily practice and, and, uh, that's, yeah, that's what I've been learning recently and it's, it's changed everything for me. Hmm. What were some of, if you're comfortable with talking about them, some mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. older habits and what were so, some of the yeah. new habits that replaced them? So I was a perfectionist mm-hmm. and I thought that it had to be a hundred percent perfect. Otherwise it wasn't good enough. And now I've learned that, you know, subtle changes, they make, over time, they go like huge different, huge distances. So I understand now that by changing a little bit every day, by understanding a little bit more every day, that's how we get there. It's not like it's going to happen out of nowhere and like from one day to another. So that was one of the biggest things. I was living in absolutes. I thought that for it to be good enough, it had to be a drastic change. And I know now that that's not the case. So that was one of my old habits to be so tough on myself and and even though I was uh, I was achieving you know some good things at work and in life it was never enough I always wanted more because I was looking for ways outside of myself I wasn't really going inwards and 
and feeling the love from from inside. I was looking for affirmation from others, and mm. uh, yeah. Does that answer your question? It does. Oh, part of your question? It does. Yeah. Now, I'm I'm kind of curious about. Um, totally, don't have to talk about this if you don't want to. But your relationship mm-hmm. with your husband, because did you meet him before you started healing? And because I've talked to Nisa about that, because he his yeah. girlfriend, he he was with her before, like while he was sick and in yeah. pain, yeah, 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 and he, he yeah, yeah. healed, and now he's still with her, and like what an incredible shift. And I'm wondering if that applies to you, or did you meet him after you were already healed? Or no, that definitely applies to me. I I met Henry K. Um, right, um, maybe like around the same time or maybe like a year later I got diagnosed so yeah it was a big change like I feel like I've changed a lot and and I feel like I've learned ways that this to use all of this to help with relationships and so I can see improvements in our relationship because of this and yeah even though you know he doesn't really understand everything that I understand um I can I can see changes in our relationship because of what I know mm-hmm. and that makes sense to me for sure yeah yeah definitely um okay so what else here what what did you learn from what did you learn in the two-hour conversation with Ralph, not everything, but what are what are some things that really pop out to you from having that? It was all yeah. It was all about um, learning to love all of the aspects of of me, because there were some things that I didn't love about myself, or like I wanted to be more outgoing. I didn't want to be so emotional. All of these things, and so the um, exercise that we did together, we had all these chairs around the room. And I had to sit in a chair and really feel what it felt like to be that part of myself. It was almost like the, your archetypes. Hmm. And, and then I had to like describe what it felt like to, to be that and, and be okay with that. So what came out, really came out of that was learning to, you know, being okay with every aspect of myself and, and learning to love it. Interesting. Wow. And so that started shifting things for you. you. Yeah, and I I think I didn't really see it straight away. It mm-hmm. took a while to come to this understanding. Yeah. Um, but now it all makes sense. Huh. And it's a daily practice. You're constantly reminding yourself of these lessons, is that right? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, and I'm constantly meditating, you know. Um, I do Pilates as well. And, um, for me, that's not just a physical exercise. It's, you know, I can see my improvements in Pilates. I can see how much more flexible I am, how much stronger I am. And that also to me is a practice of self-love and, um, of wellness. Mm-hmm. And you do it because you love it because you enjoy it. Yeah. I really love it. I, I, yeah. And my teacher is one of my best friends. So we really have a really good time together. That's great. Okay. Yeah. Do you use the machine or is it all the mat stuff? I've, the, what's it called? A reformer? Reformer, yeah. Is that I use the reformer mostly. Yeah. Yeah. We have some exercises on the mat as well. But I, my favorite is the reformer. Right. Cool. Very interesting. I love Pilates. It's very it's, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Do you do Pilates as well? Um, I do. I'm a t- yoga teacher, so I've done tons oh, of yoga, right. but I definitely have done quite a bit of uh, Pilates on the mat. I've never used a reformer machine, but it okay. is killer. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The abdominal exercises are out of this world. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't even know that you have those muscles no. until you do it. Exactly. Just unbelievable core strengthening. Um, so let's talk about Sky. I'm dying to talk about Skylar Denton. Yeah. What an incredible guy. Me and him climbed up a mountain in, uh, in Wyoming. It yeah. He told me about that. He yeah. said it was really cool. It was unbelievable. It was, it was, um, it was otherworldly. It was incredible. Right. 
We just didn't oh, stop amazing. for three days. Yeah, for me, it was a really big deal. I, I absolutely loved it. It was incredible. He's a very accomplished, in my opinion, very accomplished woodsman. Uh, he's a real leader. He's very strong. Yeah. You know, very independent, brave. Oh, I agree guy. in every way. I, yeah, we are more like we, he's more than my coach. He's my like, one of my good friends now. Yeah. And I love talking to him. It's mm. it's like I look forward to it. And we don't talk about disease. There's no need for that. We talk about so many other things. And he's helped me in so many different areas of my life. You know, and, and now, like, um, the disease itself, it just seems so small. It's not even a big deal anymore. Like, what's, you know, everything else that I've learned and, and how it how that has, kind, how can I, I can see that in so many different areas of my life. That's what's most important and most beautiful about the work. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the one thing that blew my mind, too, working with Peter Winslow, I was yeah. like, well, we're not even talking about the disease. We're not even talking yeah. about pain. Like, why aren't we talking about this stuff? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, I always. Yeah. And it just, uh, as time went over, I was like, I'm, we're just talking about living a better life, about getting better, about living a like a more charged life, about living a, a fun life, and becoming yeah. who I'd like, who I am, and I'm like, it's just un, just so. Not what I thought it would be. Yeah, and that's the irony that of all of irony. this, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's amazing. Like I, every time I finish a conversation with Sky, I feel absolutely amazing. Yeah. Like I feel like I can do anything, you know. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and and it's true. We can do anything. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I never thought that was possible before, but it's just a whole new perspective, a whole new way of looking at life, and. It feels great, and you never want to stop. Like, I don't want to stop. Yeah, yeah, of course. So um, speak to me about speaking in the direction that we want to move. Yeah, so that was one of the biggest learnings for me um, with Sky, is not to talk about the pain and the disease. And because when we talk about it, we focus on it. And and so it's it feels lighter to just talk about you know the things that are going well, um, and learning to feel healthy with even though you have something sometimes, you know, and and uh, talking about your improvements, acknowledging your improvements, rather than focusing on on all the negative stuff and on your past, mm. you know, we we now I feel like it's all about creation creation of the future and not really being that person that you were in the past because of what happened to you. Does that make sense? Absolutely does. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's in, um, thank you. Um, tell me about not believing, not, not having to believe our thoughts that we can choose to believe only the ones that feel light. Tell me more about that. That is one thing that, I mean, that I I struggled with. I struggled with, like, did you do the mental diet with Skylar? Is was that where uh, you I started to be able to discern light and heavy thoughts, or to be aware of thought, or how did you get there? Yeah. I think we never called it the health, the mind diet, but that's definitely what we did. Um, it's just all about like, sometimes we think that if we keep our worries close to us, that we have less of a chance that they're going to come true. But the opposite is true. The opposite is that if we let go of our worries and focus on the good things, there's less of a chance that that's going to come true because our body becomes our mind. So if you're constantly thinking negative thoughts and, and feeling negative emotions, that's when we attract disease. But when you're feeling good and when you're feeling whole, there's no room for disease in your body. And, and, and this, this thing about heavy and light, it's something that I use for everything in my life now, even for work. Like someone offers me a project 
and it feels kind of heavy. I, I learned to listen to my intuition. And before I, I had so much like noise in my head that I couldn't listen mm. to the voice inside my heart. But now because those um, thoughts are not there anymore, there's, I can really hear it and, and follow my intuition. And that's something that I've started doing recently. And it's, you know, it gets better and better the more you practice it. Beautiful. Um, do you think that some people might be... Uh, <laughs> I was just going to say something that yeah. maybe is heavy. And I, I don't know. Oh, say it. Um, do you think some people may be scared to do this kind of practice because they're scared of how it will change their life? Because to follow the light yeah, involves I think, letting go of some things that maybe they may feel it attached to. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's the struggle I had as well. I was like, Sky, but if I don't worry about what my, sp my spine is going to look like in 30 years' time from now, am I going to do the things, what I have to do to, to help that? And, and his answer was always like, you worrying about this right now, it's not going to make 30 years down the track better for you. Mm -hmm. It's only going to make it worse. And I know that I am doing things to help that. I am doing everything that I can. And he always says, do your best and nothing more. And, you know, we're not in control of everything. Yeah. And, and, and that's the beauty of it. That's, you know, we don't know what's going to happen. But we can be excited not to know what's going to happen instead of being afraid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. Um, talk to me about trusting the universe, trusting that our bodies have the ability to heal. That was, that was probably the last thing that I had to learn personally that I held yeah. on to for a long time. Yeah, yeah, that to me makes sense because um, imagine like a woman pregnant. She gets on with her day. She does all the daily activities she has to do, and at the same time, the baby's growing. We don't have to understand how it happens, hmm. you know. She might not know anything about biology, <laughs> but it's happening inside of her. And, and so we have to trust. Like I trust that our bodies are brilliant and they have the ability to heal. If they have the ability to raise a baby, I'm sure they have the ability to heal, to heal as well. So it's just trust, trusting and, and kind of like getting out of the way so that that can happen. Because sometimes we are the ones on the way. Like we are the ones who are holding the disease. Mm -hmm. That's an incredible analogy. I, I haven't heard that one before. And that's extremely helpful. It's very clear. It makes it very yeah. obvious, you know. One of the other analogies that I found really helpful with me was the whole mind-body connection. And I was like, well, what yeah. does that really mean? And then someone yeah. just said, well, you know how when you think about um, um, eating something that's really gross, you know, and then all of a sudden you start feeling a bit nauseous. That's it. When you think about something, your body reacts. Yeah. Yeah, and absolutely. So, you know, to me, I was just like, oh, okay, it's that simple. I mean, it's not always that fast, but sure, if we're thinking negative things all day long for years, things that make our bodies feel heavy and sick. Yeah, like, it all builds up inside of us. Right. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, talk to me about expectation. Um, yeah, so... Expectation, that's something I struggled with in the past. I wanted to know how things were going to turn out, and I had an expectation of things. And when we have too much expectation, there's no room for the universe to do its magic because in our heads, that's how it needs to happen. But, you know, when I look back, things that happened in my life, I could never have imagined that they would happen that way. And that's, and that's beautiful. Um, but when we we have 
a pre, like we already want to know the way it's going to happen, when it's going to happen, how it's going to happen, then there's no room for something else better than that to happen. So that was one of the big, big learnings for me as well. Had to let go of expectation, mm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, I still feel like I, you know, I have had moments where that, um, that has been tough, you know? Yeah. And, and me too. And I'm not going to say I'm a pro now, mm-hmm. but you know, <laughs> it's, it's something that I started to understand and I'm, I'm learning more and more every day. Yeah. Um, you already talked about this a little bit, but I thought maybe you could go dive deeper into mm-hmm. cre- um, communicating or connecting to your true self or our true selves and, and being kind to ourselves. Yeah. How do you connect to your true self? What is that? How does that happen? Yeah. I think the first re- realization is to know you're not your thoughts. They're just your thoughts. And what you are is the energy behind your thoughts. And and then you out of the sudden, you're not stacking in this personality anymore because it's not who you are. It's just your habits and your thought, your thinking patterns. So when you realize that, you can start to change much easily, much easier because... Um, it's not ingrained in who you are. It's you are something deeper than that. And so you can start changing. Mm-hmm. Does that answer your question? It does. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and being kind. Yeah, being kind. Um, yeah, one of the things that helped me understand that was I could see myself being kind to others. Right. And and then I was like, but why am I not kind to myself? That doesn't make sense. Like, if I'm not kind to myself, who is going to be? Like, and, and when you're not, when you don't love yourself enough, you don't allow other people to love you because you're, you're only going to accept compliments or anything good when you are in that same level. And so... I learned that, you know, by being kind to, to myself, that's how I found my confidence before I used to struggle with that so much. And mm. I was looking for it in other places, like exterior situations. I was looking for acknowledgement outside of myself. And um, we have a lot of love inside ourselves and we can use that mm. to love ourselves so that if someone else then gives you love, it's giving you love to something that you're already full of instead of you lack when you're lacking something. Right. That's huge. That is massive. Like that. Yeah. That, I mean, theoretically the lesson of it is immense, the concept of it and then practicing it, implementing it into your life is, is completely different. I sh- struggled with um being a nice guy right my whole life my whole life and I still am working on that um and uh it's it's about it's the the urge to put other people's needs or perceived needs ahead of my Mm -hmm. own and to take care Mm -hmm. of and to protect and to look after and to care give Mm -hmm. um Anyway, um, it's, uh, it's, it's very different than, um, than taking care of ourselves, being kind to ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, (laughs) that's great. That's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. There's a lot of meditations that are good for that as well. Um, I don't think I put that in the list of, um, all of the books that I, I really like, but mm. I'm going to send it to you separately so you can put it in the description. Oh, there's a, there's a girl that, um, 
she does guided meditations in an app. There's an app called Inside Timer, mm-hmm. and it's a free app. And um, there's this girl that I follow, and there's a lot of meditations about self-love and being kind to ourselves, um, learning to surrender, all of these things. Like, I literally cry when I listen to these meditations. Wow. They're amazing. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And it's nice to do it, like, just before you go to sleep or when you wake up. It just changes your day completely. Mm-hmm. Wow, beautiful. Yeah. I always, um, there's so many um, guided meditations that, well, a few that I used while I was healing and I still do use them. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're immensely powerful and immensely helpful. And especially if, if someone is just starting out and maybe they're, mm, you know, experiencing some discomfort or confusion. Yeah, and someone take that's our nice. hands and guide us is is a great start. So yeah. thank you for passing that along, and I'll definitely put it in the description. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I I think that when we are confused and you know when we're having a flare up and and we think maybe I'm not doing this right, that's when we need self love the most. That's when we need to be patient, patient and kind, because. I would fall into a cycle where I was like, okay, I'm not doing this. Like, why am I, am I not getting there already? And, and, and that wasn't being kind to myself because I have to respect my own timing and, and everyone has a different rhythm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, that's when it's most important to be kind. Yeah. Um, I wanted to talk to you about in the list of the, the books that you gave mm-hmm. me. Um, one of them was mm-hmm. the book Letting Go. It's, yes. It's one of the books that I haven't, I still haven't read. And I've mentioned many times in the podcast, I'm like, I've got to read that. That's a book <laughs> yeah. I have to read. I'm dying to read it. So tell yeah. me about it because that's something in my life that I've been hearing a lot of letting go um, and me learning to let go. Yeah. Tell me about this book. So this was one of the first books that I read and it would be interesting for me to go back and read it again and see if it all makes sense. But that was one of the first things that when I read that book, it kind of like I was, whoa, oh my God, this makes so much sense. And I, it's like when you let go, people think that letting go is, okay, to let go of disease, you move on. You don't think about it. Mm. But people, people think, Okay, letting go is concentrating on it and doing a lot of work for it. Mm. But it's actually, it's the opposite. It's, you're like, okay, I'm done with that. And now I'm going to concentrate on something else. Mm. But it's, it's definitely, it, it helped me a lot. And when I finished reading it, I was like, okay, great. But how do you let go? Like I was still like thinking, okay, great. How do you let go? It talks, it sounds amazing, but I, don't think I understood it just by reading the book. Yeah. It it yeah. took it was just the first step. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Up to the concept. Yeah. Yeah. Of even knowing that that concept existed. Exactly. Um, some folks can read this material and implement it, and they get it, and they implement it into their life. Like yeah. Jose. Um. Oh my gosh, I forgot his name. Jose. Did you listen to his episode know. from Mexico? No, I don't think I did listen to that one, but I know that he coached with Sky, coached with Sky as well, and yeah, he did. He had really quick results, right? Quick results, and he just kind of got, he just got better. Yeah, the whole the whole interview was just like, how, like, how did you do this? To me, it took that one-on-one that we were talking about, exposing ourselves to all these concepts, reading the books, maybe going to one of these clubs. and just being around it, immersing ourselves in it, just have it always be in our, our consciousness, in our heart, ruminating about it. And then, I mean, for me, it was working one-on-one with Peter, it's just who I chose to work with, mm-hmm. and a great, incredible man, um, mm-hmm. love that guy so much, and um, working with him one-on-one, asking those questions, like you said, asking personal questions that had to do with me. You know, yeah. with my my life, where I was coming from, maybe before my life, whatever you want to look at, however you want to look at it, 
And that's when it really started clicking. You know what I mean? Like all the concepts and then practicing heightening my vibration, heightening yes. my feeling. Yes. Just like you said, getting off the conversa- off the phone and you're like, wow, I can do anything. Yeah. I feel amazing. I am yeah. feeling so great right now. And yeah. it's that, carrying that on throughout your day. So Yeah. Um, Absolutely. It's staying there in that after I finish the call with Sky, he's like, okay, you're feeling good? Stay there. Mm. Because it's so easy to go back. It's right. so easy to like then start feeling stressed about something small. Um, and that's what I did for so long. And so it's easy. It's much easier to fall back to your old habits than creating new ones. But when, once you're aware, you're like, okay, I know what's happening here. I'm, I'm just, this is like an old concept that I should believe in. I don't no longer believe in this. And so I can go back and, you know, it, it takes practice. It's not, it didn't happen for me over, you know, very quickly, but, um, it, yeah, it's the practice, and out of the sudden, out of the sudden, I'm like, okay, I, I get this every day more and more, and I'm sure there's so much more mm-hmm. because there has been for like almost you know one year and almost two years, and I know there's much much more, and some people don't need all of that, some people don't need to know all of this, but for me, it was important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me too. Um, tell me about the creating the feeling ahead of the experience. Yeah, so I've been reading a book called Becoming Supernatural. Is that? And it's Dr. Joe Dispenza. Dispenza, yeah. Yeah, and that's something I speak to with Sky a lot as well. Um, it's, it's creation. So you imagine what it would feel like to feel healthy before you are actually symptom-free. And you can do that because you've been healthy, like you've been healthy before. So you know what it feels like to go for a run, to go for a swim. And you feel that before it actually happens to you and you start, when you do that, your body becomes your mind and your, your feeling state. So you draw that future closer to you when you do that. And what I really like, really like about coaching with Sky is it's all about the feelings. Mm. It's not just the concepts in your head. You, it's it's when you feel it that's when the magic happens. Mm. And uh, even if you, there's always something good we can feel. Like we're always grateful for something. It doesn't have to be health. Like you can be grateful for your mom. You can be grateful for your relationship with your partner. The feeling of gratitude means that something already happened because you're grateful for something in your life. So instead of being like, okay, I'm lacking something, I'm lacking love or I'm lacking health, you already feel grateful. So you are, you've, it means that you have it. And that's when your body starts changing. Mm. Wow. <laughs> I really recommend this book. Okay. And any, there's, a, there's also a documentary on Netflix called Heal. What's I don't know if you watched it. Heal. Heal, yes. Heal. I yeah. haven't seen it yet. On Netflix. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah. On Netflix. And and Dr. Joe Dispenza is in that documentary. And okay. there's vi- there's like some videos that he's done as well, like some extras for this documentary that are really worth watching. Hmm. And that explains this really well. And he's been studying this for about thirty years. Yeah. So he really knows how to explain those. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a smart guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, great. Amazing. Um, is there anything else that you would like to add that perhaps um, we didn't go over? Is there anything that you would like to say? I think we covered a lot. I think, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I can't think of anything right now. Cool. Uh, yeah. If you were going to give, if you could go back in time when you were diagnosed or when you started feeling that pain and you were confused, is there any advice you would give to yourself at that time, maybe to excel? I mean, you kind of moved through all this really fast compared to me. 
who took like 26 years or something like that. So what, like, what would you, what would you go back and tell yourself? I would tell myself to trust. I think that's the, that's the main thing. Like if we trust, trust the universe, trust, trust that the universe is working in your favor and there's going to be a gift for you at the end of all of this. Hmm. There's always a gift. And also trust our bodies, like trust that we have the ability to heal, even when it doesn't seem like it. That's when you start changing, when you really, when everything seems like it's upside down, if you can still trust, that's when there's no room for disease, there's no room for negativity, and that's when we start changing. Hmm. Wow, okay, beautiful, incredible. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> thank you Grazi oh, thank you it was such a pleasure thank you again for this podcast um, this is as I said one of the first things that I found and it has changed my life and thank you like you know if everyone was helping people the way that you are oh my god that would be amazing you are like making such a big difference and um, yeah you're helping a lot of people thanks a lot Thanks for letting me know. I appreciate it. <laughs> Thank um, you. Oh, you're welcome. You're so welcome. It's such a pleasure to have you um, on this show. And like I um, interviewed Nisa twice, I mean, I'd love to interview too um, in a couple of years or something like that. Absolutely. You know, and see, yeah, how, love that. see how you said that there's more for you to feel, yeah. you know, yeah. there's more there. I'd love to have that conversation. Yeah, you know? I'd love that as well. Yeah. So. I feel really um, honored and grateful to be here today. Wonderful. Thank you. Me too. Me too. I've learned a lot. <laughs> I've learned a lot um, in the last hour. So thank you very much. Um, thank you. Have a great day, everybody. And um, it's, uh, it's a pleasure to be here with you guys. Have a beautiful day. And, um, and that's about it. <laughs> okay. Uh- <laughs> Bye-bye. Hi, thank you. Welcome. Hello, everybody. Thanks for listening. Please feel free to subscribe to the show. Or if you'd like, write a review. Let me know what you think. And uh, if there's any topics that you'd like covered, please let me know. Favorite episodes. All right. Bye-bye. The text and audio files contained in this program are for information use only. It is not meant to treat, cure, diagnose any medical health condition you may or may not have. For medical advice and treatment, please speak to a medical health professional. Hello, everybody. Thanks for listening. Please feel free to subscribe to the show, or if you'd like, write a review. Let me know what you think, and uh, if there's any topics that you'd like covered, please let me know. Favorite episodes. All right. Bye-bye. The text and audio files contained in this program are for information use only. It is not meant to treat, cure, diagnose any medical health condition you may or may not have. For medical advice and treatment, please speak to a medical health professional.